What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala Boom, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hot news, the buzzwordy topics with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. I just realized my gra- yeah. Wait, what? No, no, go ahead. What do you say? I just realized my grammar was a bit off uh, in in the in the in in the line right before <laughs> you said humor. Oh, Fuck. That's no, fine, but I mean, it's, I mean fine, it's just man. part of it's your fine. it's just part of your your jingle, uh, right? It's part of my jingle, uh. Yeah. This fine. is the third. Is this the third episode of the week? It is right. Third episode. Uh, second, I think. Second. I think we, yeah, second. We'll later this week. Yeah. Yeah. Second, but it is a Friday. Mm. It is nineteenth November. Yeah. And. And what's new, man? What's new? Uh, I mean, yeah, not, not much, not much new, lah. You know, the same old, same old. Same old, same old. Yeah, the weather, the weather, like, the weather, know, The weather has been pretty crazy, lah. Right? Yeah, the, yeah. the weather is is. I mean, for what I was gonna say is before, you know, like when the when you ask people how are they and they say same, same, same shit, different day. Wow, lah. That's one of my pet peeves, eh. Oh, is it? Oh, you're the you're the type that. How are you? I'm great. How are you? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Not, right? At the least American be a bit that. more. At least be yeah. a bit more fake. creative or. Fake, yeah. Well, I'm. I <laughs> no lah. Not fake. You can still be real, but but is it really the same shit every day? Every day is a mm. different day, man. Just context. Be, context of what I'm saying is the when you go to America and and all right, you can't mm. walk. You can't walk around a corridor, and and you see and you see someone. They'll just ask you how are you randomly and. And, yeah, and they're not interested in actually knowing how you are. It's just a polite yeah. way of just like avoiding the awkward, like just look at each other and look away. They ask it's how you like did. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to say, "I'm great, thank you." How about you? And then they're like, <laughs> then they'll say, "I'm great too," and then you just walk off. That's all. And then no. I think Harish has spent too much time in the US that he no, he no. prefers first that to all, just like people being honest. Yeah. No, no. First, first of all, I don't think it is. Uh, it is just a US thing particularly anymore. Because mm. how long ago was you, were you in the US where you spent a good amount of time where people ask you how are you? Mm, Probably like not not recent, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe things have changed. Maybe now they yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. say anything. Sure but all I was saying is that yeah. you saying same shit every day, saying yep. that every day is kind of you saying the same shit every day about how your life has the same shit every day. Mm. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know what I mean? No, I don't understand. What's the? What's the? Am I? I will let that sit. Uh. I will let that sit. Maybe yeah. after this, you you go back and listen to this, Terence, and you will see the profoundness of my statement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> same old. Same old. Right. Same old. Yeah. Same old. That's why people tune in, uh, right? That's why people want to listen exactly. to us banter about this kind of thing. Exactly yeah. for profound insights during our introductory ban- banter before yeah. we move on to the hot topics. Yeah. But uh, before moving yeah. on to the hot topics, we also want to quite give out give a, a, a rather special plug this time, right? Mm. And what is mm. this plug? Uh, this plug is for folklory.com, which which is something that we mentioned in the previous episode uh, at the start of the podcast, where we we mentioned that you know the, the this episode is brought to you by folklory.com. Uh, we just Wanted to take uh, plug that this time during the podcast because it is it is literally something we have started just Terence and I uh, so it's not an external thing um, it's it's uh, a service where if you're thinking about giving someone you love or someone you care about a gift um, that and you're kind of bored about bored with the traditional gift what we offer is the chance to give an audio gift and mm-hmm. essentially is let's say you want to give person A a gift right. You you contact us through our through the website folklory.com and tell us who might be an interesting person that we should talk to 
about person A mm. and that will be person B. So yeah. then we link up with person B, we have a 45 minute conversation, we record the audio and we turn it into a 30 minute personalized private podcast that you mm. can now give to person A. So for example, when we did our last sale, there were people who who got uh, episodes for their husbands. Uh, where we we spoke to maybe a friend of the husband and and who told us why their relationship with the husband or friendship was so special. Uh, we had someone else who wanted to give a kid to he uh, a gift to his daughters. So we spoke to him about what his daughters mean to him. And and I think both Terence and I have always been blown away by how how people open up over a forty five minute conversation. So we just launched the next version of the website two yeah. days ago. Yeah, folklory.com f o l k l o r y.com the link is in the show notes. Um we've added a bunch of features you can now purchase episodes on the website and we are so so proud of the episodes we have created so far mm. and and yeah it's it's a little uh thing that Terence and I have started um and yeah we're super excited about it. Yeah, uh and and it's been I think it's been like uh, we, the last time we we actually like soft launched it was actually about a year ago. Around this, that time. was a beta test, lah. We yeah. were just testing the concept. Yeah, we tested with just like five people, and then subsequently we had another big sale, and then now we're ready to like go full Scale on. Scale it up, sale. yeah, yeah. And and I mean, we uh, we also included something on the website, a little widget where you can leave feedback because mm. it's something we wanted to launch sooner rather than later. If there's anything on the website that confuses you, or if you think can be made better, or you have any suggestions for. Like, how, like maybe buying even more episodes at one time. Just leave it there, and we will get back to you. You can go to our Reddit. Just yeah, it's just something that we want to build, and the support from you guys for our beta test for the first launch was great. Mm. And yeah, if you could share the love, that would be even greater. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, this is way I guess for all, all of you who have wondered about when how how you can support our podcast and 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 everything. This is mm. one way, and and at the end of it. You'll be able to get a personalized audio gift for your loved ones as well, mm, which uh, exactly. you know we've always spoken about it. Where, where, where someone reminded us that listening to our podcast feels like it's like it's like opening up a time capsule. You know, mm. you you relive the memories that when the podcast was re- uh, recorded and everything, and uh, it's always a, a fascinating trip down memory lane. Uh. So why not do the same for your relationships with your loved ones as well? Especially given that Christmas and New Year's is coming, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, all yeah, right. we're, we're all starting to. I think this is the first time in a while that we will be able to travel and see family and all that. So, uh, for those of you not able to travel and see family, this is a good alternative, lah. Right? Hell yeah! yeah. Hell yeah! Cool. Yes. All right. With cool, that cool. out of the way, and speaking mm. of end of year shenanigans, lah, right? Mm. Uh, I guess a lot of people are going to be eating a lot towards the end of the year. And that's related yes. to our first topic, which is, what is that? Um, there was a Ministry of Health annual national population survey that was published on Thursday, November 18th. Mm. Um, so just something to take note of. This survey was conducted between July 2019 uh, and March 2020. So before shit hit the fan and COVID took over the world. Mm. Um, but one of the, the findings was that Uh, the obesity rate in Singapore has mm. risen to the highest level since 2010. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I think it it stands at 10.5 percent now, mm. uh, which was the previous uh, highest which, uh, back in 2010. Like, since then, I think in 2013 it was 8.6 percent. 
2017 as well. And it's been it's been lower than 10.5 level. Now we have gone back up. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's a there's a bunch of nitty gritties that we'll get into. But when you saw this, right, what was your thought? Uh, my initial thought seeing the headline, I was like, duh, like, given the pandemic and everything, you know, everyone's just been sitting around. Of course, we're all going to get fat, right? Then mm. I read and realized, oh shit, this is not even, this is yeah, not even like, <laughs> hasn't barely even touched a pandemic yet, you know? Haven't even yeah. gone to circuit breaker yet and already our obesity rates are, are double double digits already. Yeah. yeah, which is why, like when I first saw it and uh, I think when Terrence suggested it, I was like, yeah, like, what's there to talk about? Of course, why? Yeah. Of course. But then this is scary because this was right up till March. Mm. And I think April, mm. April 2020 was when we went into lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so I mean, then when you when you drill down some of the finer finer details was that uh, okay? So first of all, the survey uh, was done with about six thousand adults mm. um, for the household interviews and five thousand adults for health examination. So yeah. it, it's not just pe- asking people to self measure and all that. It was actually measurements that were were done, la. and um, the increase in obesity prevalence were mostly amongst older adults, mm. fifty to seventy four years. Uh, males and Malays. Yeah. So they did break it down by race. Yeah. Um, I think Malays, uh, followed by Indians and then Chinese had higher proportions of uh, individuals with a higher risk BMI. La. But that mm. one we have mm. we have heard before, la, right? Based on the diet, la, right? The, I guess. La, that's all what the, say, la. Yeah. yeah, based on the diet. La. What, what's so healthy about the Chinese diet? You, If it's very spicy, you get diarrhea all the time. You, but you Indian know, food also spicy, right? No, but mala spicy. And you get diarrhea and then everything just comes out. <laughs> so Chinese food is just mala. La. Yeah, <laughs> a, big part, chi- a big part of it. La. A big part. Like even chicken rice got a bit of mala inside, is it? Now there's mala everything, man. This this like I think whatever you want in mala you can get, la. no problem. But 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 the, yeah. the 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 other big thing that um also stuck out to me about this, la, right? The the fact that they're releasing this now. Um is that I mean it's a very little uh, talked about fact, uh, but the truth is that uh, obesity is one of the key uh, key elements in in uh, you know when it, that when you get COVID, one of the key elements that decides whether you you know you fall ill or very seriously ill or, or just very mild symptoms. One of the key elements is your your obesity, whether you're obese or not, lah. And mm. uh, you know, I think the US based on data because. I think obesity levels in US are like forty percent or something like that, right? Mm. Uh, and I mean, US has the most number of deaths uh, from from COVID. Uh, I think there is data to show that like obese people are actually considered very high risk uh, in the fight against COVID. So mm. there is also, um, I mean, you know, you can say that yeah, what's the big deal? I mean, obesity is something that we've been talking about forever. But in light of COVID nineteen and the fact that we're trying to go COVID endemic, right? Uh, mm. I think fighting obesity is uh, the, also another big step they need to look at, lah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. But but I mean, okay. So it sounds like oh shit, like uh, yeah, like we are we're back at two thousand and ten levels. I don't even recall obesity ever being spoken about uh in two thousand and ten. Mm. But if I were to ask you, right, out mm. of like um, let, like from prelim stats and digging online, mm. out of like a hundred and 92 countries, right? Uh, where do you think Singapore sits in terms of the percentage population of obesity based on a po- po- uh, percentage of like 10.5%? Um, like number what? 
know, 50, 60 maybe? Uh, no, man. Based on these stats that I think date back to uh, 2020 September. Mm. Mm. So I guess um, we would say it at about 138, man. Uh, so that means we are one of the more obese countries? No, less. Least less. obese. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. You get uh, places like Costa Rica where the obesity is 25%. Or UAE, which thirty one percent, or mm. Tonga, where it's forty eight percent. But mm. uh, oh no, sorry, that was twenty sixteen. My bad. Okay, okay. Oh lama. Okay, this was from from Wikipedia. So I think in general, uh, it Singapore is not at the crazy extreme lah. Yeah, but, but I, I, I think I, I mean I would imagine that the the rates don't change that much over the time lah, right? Because I mean at least not in the span of like three four years lah. Obesity rates, mm. unless there's like some mass famine or something in the country, uh, I don't think the the obesity rates change that much. So it can be you. I I guess we can make a pretty good assumption that whatever 2016 numbers it was, it probably still is about the same in 2020, lah, right? But I mean, if you think about Singapore in 2016, was six point ten six point one percent. Oh, is it in 2016? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it did yeah. jump quite a bit, uh. Yeah, so this is this is based on the list um, on on Wikipedia, which lists countries by obesity rate, and according to this, it's derived from the World Factbook, authored by the CIA, la. So mm. I don't think the CIA would want to doctor obesity results for any uh, clear reason. So I assume that this is indicative, la. It might not be absolute, but mm. but I guess I guess what what is interesting is that um, I mean. Probably over the past few years, there's been so much emphasis on health. You see more salad bars opening, more gyms, uh, more more like wellness centers, yoga, spin, CrossFit, and all this shit. Mm. But more people are obese. Mm. So if this was a com- uh, comprehension open-ended ten mark exam, mm. how would you answer it? Eh? Uh, what was the question again? Why are more people obese? Despite even though- Or Despite the, more, yeah, more gyms, more, you know. yeah. Why are people more obese? Uh, I think at the same time of all these trends of like showing that you exercise and all, there's also the trend of like, uh, you know, eating out a lot more lah at nice restaurants or very rich foods and things like that. Um, mm. there is a whole performative aspect to eating these days. Like every time mm. you go for dinner, you're you're the Everyone agrees the camera eats first, lah, right? Take photo of your mm. food before you eat it and all that. Uh, mm. And yeah, so so there's a very performative aspect to eating. Even even something as simple as steamboat, uh, you know, like like you go to Hai Di Lao, and there's like a literally a guy who dances and 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 you know dan- he's called the dancing noodle man, right? Mm. He, he comes out and he like performs and then puts the noodles on your plate, lah. So. Eating, I mean, has more than become just a pastime. It's become like, like really just a. It's part of a part of your, the the the, the your 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 social the, the your social standing lah. Like showing what, what kind of nice restaurants you eat and things like that lah. You know. Mm, mm. So so in that in that aspect, I guess Singaporeans definitely are eating better now than they were ten mm. years ago lah. So. So some some other stats just uh, before we dive in is um, I mean smoking decreased mm. uh, except for those age fifty to fifty nine but smoking decreased through across the board um, hypertension um, uh, so it went from over one in three to one in two 
Mm. Uh, there's been an increase in diabetes uh, to one in four. Di- uh, diabetes, you mean? What did I say? Diabetes. Oh my God. Yeah. That's obesity, <laughs> X diabetes. Diabetes. It's a collab. Uh. Yeah. Collab between diabetes and obesity, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, Chiba, if you got diabetes, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, diabetes. Um, exercise, uh, the, the proportion of people who have who have sufficient physical activity, which I think is about 150 minutes of, of exercise, moderate exercise per week, which is deemed sufficient, it is mm. down 76%, uh, down to 76.4% uh, from 18, 80.9% in 2017. La. And binge drinking increased. So, so it just feels like, okay, the one thing that sticks out to me, okay, exercise, uh, apparently there's less people getting uh sufficient exercise there's more binge drinking there's more diabetes there's more obesity is it is it an inequality of health are we facing health inequality mm. i mean that's a good question because uh yeah like contrary to popular belief trying to eat healthy is actually much more expensive than than eating trash like, right mm. in singapore uh, in, i mean not in singapore just any i think anywhere in general like, in terms yeah. of like the the ingredients, the price of ingredients that are organic or good for your health versus processed foods or very greasy kind of fast foods and all, so mm. yeah, that could be a that could be another big issue lah. Yeah, is causing this. I think I think so because I mean, ultimately, like like what you said, even if you want to sign up for mem- uh, gym memberships and all that. Uh, they're they're not the cheapest, lah, right? And for most people, it's almost like a, it's it's a I wouldn't say a luxury, but it's a significant cost, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you think about it, like even the right the right share options, you know, now mm. last time at least you need to walk to the bus stop. Yeah. Now everything is almost just like, or you need to walk to go and buy groceries or something. Now everything is just uh uh. You click at a but of a button, something comes to you. You get from point A to point B. So, I, but when I look at this, I'm like, oh shit! It feels like, um, yeah. What 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 you see in overseas countries like um the US, I guess, where you get where obes- obesity is is tied to social economic uh indicators. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's the same thing happening in Singapore, like, and that I think is damn worrying. Because we have heard the stuff about the middle class being, you know, the sandwich middle class, mm. uh, about the wealth inequality in Singapore, and it just feels like, oh shit, is this a, a consequence of that? Like, I'm not, I'm not speculating or saying for a fact, but it feels like, uh, it's something that struck struck me, la. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's uh, that's a tough one, la, yeah, la. Like like um, I not not even just food also, but but other aspects are like. You know, like like um, just just taking care of your health in general. You know, going for regular checkups and and things like that. Uh, mm. That you know the the cost of a, a lot of all these things are also going up. I I'm not just talking about the cost of of seeing a doctor because you can go to yeah like you can go to the polyclinic and all these things, but but at the same time you know the waiting times get really long. Uh, compared to going to a private place, and the private place mm. is much more expensive, lah. Right. Uh, mm. And just just little little things like that, they just make it harder and harder to to really um, watch your health a bit more carefully, la. Yeah. Well, like one thing, one thing that I've noticed about myself is that, um, like I know I I'm not exercising as much as I used to 
Mm. And sometimes I feel, oh shit, I need to get into that regular cadence and all. But part of me, right, is like, you know what, that can wait because with all the variety of programs out there, getting back into it is not going to be difficult la, or mm. getting some sort of momentum. And it almost feels like we're in the, in the age of quick fixes and life hacks and exercise hacks and tips and tricks, it feels like it's easier to get fit, la, but actually it isn't. La. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel. Yeah, especially now with COVID as well. Uh. That's yeah. A, it's a very convenient. I mean, you know that the part of your brain that doesn't want to wake up in the morning, uh, right? That's, mm. It's a very convenient excuse now for for for, for skipping like outdoor exercise. Uh. Or yeah, for going right outside later, kind of COVID. That's why when, when this survey comes out uh, the year after, uh, well, I think it'll be damn chala. I think yeah. there will be more... <laughs> uh, uh, it'll be more extreme. Like, it'll be more extreme. You get people who... Yeah, got fitter because you, I mean, I think if, like, the, the more you can cook, the more control you have over your diet, the healthier you could be. La. But, oh, I can imagine the COVID with people lock, uh, being locked up at home and just mm. ordering grab or, like, those sort of food delivery. It, yeah, I, 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 well, your, your prediction, well, it'll be worse, la, right? Oh, it'll yeah, more 10 obesity. times worse, la, 10 times worse. Because, like, even, like, uh, group sports or anything like that it could, couldn't be done oh, yeah. for such a long time for That's such a long true. time really and then I realised yeah. like yeah I haven't I haven't I think I haven't done a pull up or attempted a pull up since the start of COVID uh. not, not that it's I a know. regular thing but you know usually when you walk around outside a lot then sometimes you pass by the park and then there's a pull up bar then you just run there to go and try to see how many you can do like I I, I mean I, I, it's been so long I, I haven't even attempted one pull up for like Years already, I think. You make it seem like as though when you are walking on your own time. I remember when we are wrecking locations also in the middle of discussion, mm. you're like, hey, pull up, bah, let me go do pull ups. Exactly. And we're yeah. like, what the fuck, yeah. la, Terrence? Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I remember that was the last time probably I, I interacted with a pull up bar. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm. It's just, but just I mean, when fewer you... interactions with, with fewer chances to actually really just spontaneously exercise. La, yeah. Spontaneously, yeah. Yeah, 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 spontaneously. <laughs> That's a that's a weird phrasing when spontaneously exercise. No, but yeah. okay, like when you walk your dogs, right? Mm. Like, isn't that some form of activity? It is, but I think I think uh, versus like the you know the high impact kind of exercise that that really helps you lose weight and all that. Uh, mm. It's different, like The dog 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 walking is is a is a great way to lose weight if you're you know older and your metabolic rate is slower and everything, lah. Um, mm. But but you know as as a you know as a as a rather big guy who enjoys eating also I I won't deny it I I need mm. I need to do more high impact exercises uh. Did your dog dogs put on any weight over COVID? Uh no the diet the diet is very strictly watched. Uh, as oh, it's very to, strictly as compared to mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know dogs eat much more healthy than I do. Oh. Uh. Yeah. yeah, so I'm 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 curious. I'm I'm guessing that if we were to ask our listeners what their experience with mm. health and exercise has been over COVID, there'll be a range of answers, lah. Yeah, I mean there'll there are some people who, who I think there are some people who really for them fitness became a big focus of that day, yeah, during mm, COVID. Exactly. Because it was their only way to sort of like escape the drudgery of being at home every day, lah, right? Yeah. And yeah. I mean if you have space at home and you can get your own equipment. It, it actually, I can imagine a lot of people exercising more than they have in the past. La, mm. Where, you know, you have to go out, you have to, like, spend waste time on transport, waste time getting here and there. Yeah. Yeah, if you have space, it's it, it it's great. La. So, I think, I can imagine some, yeah, some people saying they got a lot fitter over COVID. La. 
correct, correct, correct. Wow. Yeah, man. I need, I need, I need to learn from these people. And yeah, so, 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 yeah, like, it, it'd be damn interesting to hear from our listeners on our Reddit, like, uh, your experiences. And also, if you guys discovered any, like, workout routines that work best for you guys. Because I remember last year during Circuit Breaker, I was doing the Center 6 by Christopher Hemsworth, uh, mm. his, his app. The, my only complaint is that you rarely ever see Christopher Hemsworth in the app. Oh, that's what you sign up for, is it? No lah. I mean, he's damn cool lah. He's he's damn cool lah. Like he's he's really damn cool. But I didn't sign up because of that. I just thought the philosophy of the exercise was good. But after a while, it got a bit boring. And I remember one time when he just appeared in the app. I was like, oh shit, that's cool. But then he never appeared again lah. I see. I see. Yeah, my mine was. Uh, be, yeah. What? Uh, mine was uh Nintendo's the Nintendo Ring Fit. So mm. it was a game that required me to. You know, they you put your controller as part of this. Uh, uh, there's this ring that you hold, like, uh, and then you use it for your exercise, lah. And then mm. your motion in the your motion in real life translates to motion of your character in the game. So that was actually mm. like uh, I, I did that for a while during Circuit Breaker, and it was it was quite fun. It was quite fun. Um, but I think what happened uh, after a while is just like uh, oh, I know what happened is. Cause once my once my baby started being able to like see me doing things, uh, I had to stop because I don't want him to watch TV. While oh, doing exercise! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Why not? No, it's not good. The blue light around the TV on it not good for your baby, lah. Give him sunglasses, lah. You know, you know, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. You don't want them to be mesmerized by what you're doing also, lah. On TV, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like no. like they get hypnotized, lah. Basically, it's quite, but, it's quite I mean, scary. Yeah. But some good things in the near future is that uh, from the end of this year, right, mm. pre-packaged non-alcoholic drinks with high sugar or saturated fat content will be required to display nutrition labels mm. with uh, grades ranging from A to D, la, with D being the unhealthiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually announced last year. So so I guess it's one of those things that I know in, in Ong Ikang's speech uh, during the unveiling of this survey on Thursday, he did mention that it's been five years since Singapore had uh, initiated the war on diabetes. I didn't know it was officially referred to in that capacity, like the war on diabetes. Mm. Remember, I mean, but if, even in our past life as YouTubers, and all, we did do some content around yeah. uh, pre-diabetes and all that, all right? Yeah, I think the title of the video is Are You Afraid of the D? <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> D. Classy, but I mean, it was done title. for a health promotion board. It was done for a health yeah. promotion board. They they also were on board. I don't know whether they understood the play on the 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 the, the letter D yeah, But yeah, yeah, it was uh, for a video about diabetes. Correct, correct, correct. The big D. Yeah, yeah. But yeah la. So that's 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 the that's the reality. Uh, I think for me, the biggest thing about this would be if uh, to hear from our listeners what their experiences with exercise and fitness and wellness and health and all that was over the past eighteen months la. Yeah, correct, correct. It's a uh yeah, important topic la. And, and and it's also part of just just understanding where you know how obesity affects uh COVID patients as well. So mm. that that's important to keep in mind. But uh mm, speaking mm, mm. of uh you know uh fitness and being healthy and everything, the mm. next person in the news that we're talking about ha you know, it, um is known for their fitness, uh fitness being a sort of like a fitspo on uh, TikTok, right? Fitspo mm, on mm, TikTok, Instagram. But now has has brought up some controversy, but not because of something he or she did, but 
something that, that happened uh, mm. unwittingly to, to him or her. What is mm. this issue? Um, it is something to do with the latest and upcoming Jack New movie, Our Girls Go Army. Uh, so on November 13th, the cast was unveiled. Uh, I think for the, I think since like it was first announced a couple of months ago, uh, there were calls for people to submit audition um, videos and and yeah, the I think it's slated to come out in February 2022, which is a crazy fucking timeline to make a movie. Mm. But uh, on November 13th, they they unveiled the cast and one of them was uh, a character played by Kelly Kimberly Cheong, who's mm. uh, a transgender actress, martial arts practitioner, and a TikTok star with more than 340,000 followers. Mm. So, so um, sh- what, what she shared was a picture of her in the, in the army getup, mm. uh, just posing in front of the poster. But what netizens uh, picked up on is that printed on her, the, the uniform that she was wearing was her name, her character name, la. And mm. it is Amanda Mann. Yeah. Amanda yeah, Mann. So, Mann. Yeah. Okay, Amanda Mann, Mann. Amanda Mann. Correct, yeah. correct. Amanda Mann. Must so she, ben, la, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she posted it quite proudly saying that, uh, you know, to unveil that she's part of the cast, la, but immediately people latched onto it saying, um, okay, wait, they are naming your camera, uh, character Amanda Mann uh, mm. in 2021. Uh, and then you get comments like just kind of shitting on it and saying, isn't that transphobic? And Kelly initially kind of responded saying, uh, no, there, there's, there's no issue. Her character is not a transgender person. It's a cisgender biological girl. Like the, the fact that she's transgender is not addressed in the movie at all. Nothing to do with the character. It's a, it's a cis biological girl. So initially she responded saying that there's no issue and she was kind of pushing back. But then after the negative comments kept coming, she... Uh, she t- she went up to Jack Neo, who's the director, and uh, told told him about the backlash. Like, and in the end, mm. the most recent announcement is that he apologized for uh, naming her as such. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, but but um, I mean, when did you first catch wind? Did you did you catch wind of this at all before we started doing research for today's episode? Yeah, yeah, it was, I think like yesterday or the day before. Mm. It was uh, something on the news. But uh, mm. just just a, a, a little, uh, you know, I, I guess one of the interesting things that we've had discussions about, uh, we meaning, I mean, in general, uh, we've we've come across discussions about uh, whether, you know, straight cisgender actors should play, uh, you know, a transgender characters, like, right? For example, mm. cisgender, whether, mm. whether a cisgender person, which means... Uh, you know, uh, uh, a man born with uh, who identifies as 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 a as male, uh, right? Mm. Uh, should be allowed to play a transgender role, uh. and mm. uh, I think the general consensus, uh, at least what I've been hearing, and 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 is that um, uh, there are already very few opportunities for transgender actors in in, mm. in Hollywood and already, so. Is it really impossible to find a transgender actor to play a transgender character? Uh, you know, so so generally, the I, I think the thrust of uh, the thrust of uh, activity should be to, towards trying to fill transgender roles with transgender uh, actors and actresses, like, Right? Mm. Um, 
But in this case, it's a it's a bit of an interesting flip, lah, right? Where mm. they they casted a transgender uh, actress, but then they're getting her to play a cisgender uh, straight straight female, lah, right? Mm. And then it's just purely they say it's purely because of her fighting ability and all that. Uh, mm. But then they they make such a you know the I mean don't don't just look at the the, the surname as the pun you know the the Amanda man the, the man man but uh, Amanda you know it's like yeah I think there's a very old friends joke or something like that where it's a man the you know mm. so uh, mm. it's it's on it's it's on two levels like in case in case those of you who thought it was just about the surname. Um, mm. But yeah, it's also it's it's a very uh interesting thing to be discussing. Uh. What do you what do you think? Uh? Um I mean yeah, it it is interesting and in some way like how Kimberly first responded, uh and I quote her, I think the problem is that everybody thinks my character is transgender by default just because I'm transgender. I think that itself is quite limiting. Like, it's quite a narrow worldview that I can only play a tra- transgender character because I'm transgender. Isn't that kind of ironic? Like? Because I guess in some way, you know, like just now how you were saying the criticism towards casting a cisgender person as a transgender character is that, okay, you're telling me you can't find a transgender person to play a transgender. But mm. in in a world where we're talking about, you know, equality uh, of rights and all that, then shouldn't a transgender person be able to play uh, a female uh, a cisgender person like, but I think that is not really the issue at play because I, th- I think I actually think it's fucking great that they casted her uh, for mm. a cis- cisgender role like. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I-, I think that's great but the name thing right is something that oh, that one is it's almost like that's the level of jokes uh, that, that they, they need to stoop into because like um when characters are named in shows, there's always some thought behind it. Like anytime you watch a show, uh, you watch a TV series and you think of a character, chances are that the writer-director didn't just name that person randomly la, or arbitrarily, right? Mm. Um, there's always some meaning or or uh, wittiness that you try to attach to names. And this one felt like, it feels like um, quite likely that they were making a joke about Okay la, like she's playing a female character, um, she's transgender, and a bit too close for comfort la. And, and that's why I think like for me it's clearly a dumb move by the the film creators or the people who came up with their name la. Mm-hmm. And but, I think Chong tried to defend it saying that it's a it's a play on masculinity la, right? But uh, yeah, but because of the kinds of conversations around transgender issues and all that, it's. Yeah, I mean, you like you you don't flirt with you don't flirt with a disaster like that, lah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the but I can also see some people saying, huh? But uh, it's just like if we if if peop- like the LGBTQ community or transgender uh, individuals want people to treat them without discrimination, isn't this not discriminating against them? Because if there was another cisgender person who played the cisgender uh, a female, this would be less of an issue, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that's the thing, like I think it almost feels like the joke comes from the the fact that yeah, Kimberly used to be a man, mm. right? And that's mm. where it feels like okay, the joke is not anything smart. It's just 
it's just like a below the belt kind of thing lah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And 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 I mean, even if even if uh, Kimberly herself feels that it's uh it's okay, right? Like if if she herself feels it's okay, I think the a lot of the criticism will, will point towards more towards the filmmakers, lah, right? Like, why is it that you have to to if you're really casting a transgender actress as a as a cisgender person, then there's a there's a good step forward, lah, right? In in terms of accepting mm. accepting a transgender actress as like any other actress, like right? Uh, mm. But you take this one step forward, but you take two steps back by calling such attention to, to you know the the the, the person's um, uh, gender and everything, like right? By literally having the both the name and the surname be both word plays on whether the person's a man or a woman, like, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, usually I try to say I don't want to speak for for margin, uh, marginalized groups of people and I can't speak for margin, uh, all the marginalized groups and people but um, mm. this one quite clearly to me it's it's uh, I mean and, and I mean the, the actress herself said right, that it was they put man to as a play on masculinity right so mm-hmm. it's, it's it's quite clear that the the intention was there lah, to, to to sort of play that very old joke and 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 milk it for whatever whatever little uh, laughs is worth these days, lah. And that's the mm. the thing we talked about the when we talked about Chappelle's special as well. Uh, yeah, like you can say whatever you want. It's just that you know don't expect everyone to have to find it funny, and and don't don't expect everyone to have must have a good reaction to it. Then and then and then if they don't have a good reaction, right? You you call it cancel culture either, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it just feels dated, it's just yeah, like, it's just dated, lah. Yeah, because I think this is not one of those things like at the end of the podcast where we did talk about Dave Chappelle, I think both of us were on the side that, okay, it shouldn't be taken down, you know, like, um, and there were many reasons why we felt that way. Like, but in this case, it's not so much even about the the fact that uh, she's uh, transgender. It's just anyone who maybe has has a has a part of them um, that is that has been discriminated against in the past or something um, that... To, that to be the butt of the joke is just not cool. Uh. It's like mm. if you cast me in a show and call me Mr. Brown. Mm, mm, mm. Would that would that be kosher? Would that be not or, kosher? Or, or if, your surname, if your surname your, your first name is Apu and then after that they give you the obviously the the very the very undesirable <laughs> yeah. last name or Nene or something like that. Like, <laughs> or or Nay lah Nay. Right. What Nay? Oh like, first name Apu, last name Nay. That kind of thing. Uh. Like A like A H P-U or something. Uh. That's ah, my yeah, name. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. If I'm... If I'm but, but they made you the cast. <laughs> they made you the, the main lead of the movie, you know. But then they so, they give you... They put your name as Ap, Mr. Ap, uh, Apu Ne, you know. <laughs> Apu Ne, you mean like know? You mean like A-H-P-U-N-E-I-N-E-I? No, like A-P-U, like Apu. Okay, that's fine. But no, you try and be is, smart, your last be name smart about like that also. N- N-A-Y, like... like uh, like a white person's surname, N-A-Y, Mr. Nay. Uh, you know? Uh, and, but when read out, it's Apu <laughs> Nay, you know? <laughs> would you would you take up that role? Or like, you know, if there was a lead role in a in a big movie and all that. I mean, I would take it up, but then I would try to explain to them why that's a fucking horrible name. <laughs> la. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then they'll say, oh, it's just a play on your skin color. And, it's, we're being you know, smart, you know? Yeah. yeah. The word we're play, being you know? smart. What, Where's the humor? Where, where's the artistic license for 
For humor, humor's dead. Cancel culture rules, you know. Yeah, we won't even call you Apu in the movie. You'll be Mister Nay. Yeah. You know, yeah, you'll be Mister Nay the whole time. Yeah. It's just other people yeah. will know you as uh, Apu first name, last name Nay lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. and that's not even like an apples to apples comparison to this, but it's similar in the sense that the butt of the joke is something personal to the actor, lah. Mm, like like you know, it's not been any, like if it was, but okay. So so the question is, if it was like a cisgender actress, like mm. just a you know a lady playing the role as a very uh, so called masculine tomboy, and then mm. her name was Amanda Mann. Mm. Would, that, would that would that be an issue? I don't think so. No right. Why? Would you would you would you have any issue with that? Uh, it, it's not an issue because uh, to me, that particular actress probably uh, will not face issues of being called you know a man, yeah, in her in her real life and everything like right. Uh, I mean, again, I don't want to speak for for the actress herself, but. But at some point, you 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 also asking has the director or the filmmakers have they been fully, uh, also a full have they communicated fully the kind of jokes that they want to tell with her name and everything as well, lah, right? Mm. Uh, because sometimes and this happens sometimes, you know, because as an actor or actress, you sometimes you don't even get to read a full script. You only see what is you only get to act out act out your role in certain scenes, and you only mm. see the script for those scenes only, lah. So yeah, there is a correct. chance you might not know the fuller context of what your character arc is and things like that. Uh, mm. So given that this this movie is being shot now and it's supposed to be released in February, which is a crazy timeline, I can also see that there's a lot of uh, there are probably a lot of moving parts uh, that might not be mm. fully uh, fully available to every single actress in the in the show already lah. So mm. um, in that way, even if it's just getting the actress to Go back to the director and ask, "Hey, is there a reason why my character's name must be Amanda Manla?" Right? I think that mm. that was a good step, lah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think like at least at least they they acknowledge why it might not be the best idea to name that character as such, and mm. and it almost takes away from the fact is that they casted a transgender uh, individual in a cisgender role, which is fucking great. Mm. I I think even in Hollywood. That's still problem uh, a problem or in more mature film industries there's a problem. So for Jack Neil to cast and his team to cast is great, but this mm. almost feels like one step forward, two steps back, lah. Yeah, yeah, it's almost it makes you question: Did they cast this person because it opens up a lot of jokes? Mm. And if that's mm. the case, right, then that's fucked up. That's not cool. Lah. I mean, yeah. it, it's you know it's always during the boys to men casting that. There's some controversy about the film. Oh yeah, yeah, correct. Uh. Last time was uh, <laughs> I mean, the big one was about Shrey Bagrava, the actor who was asked to put on an Indian accent, uh, so to speak. Yeah, uh, and yeah, like, that caused a bit of a hoo ha, and uh, in fact, it kickstarted uh. kickstarted quite a lot of uh, discussions about race, lah. So maybe this yeah. is the uh, the good kickstart that we need to have also discussions about, uh, yeah, like, um, other other marginalized communities as well, lah. Uh. Maybe Jack Neil is so brilliant that he's really taking one for the team. Uh, and back then he was like, you know what, race is an issue. Uh, I'm gonna get my team to do something. Uh, that's that's not the coolest, but just to spark conversation. And then now he's like, you know, he he hears PM Lee talk about race. He's like, okay, my job is done. It's in the hands of the authorities. What is the next problem that I can spark conversation about? LGBTQ. You know what? LGBTQ rights. You know what? Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna take one for the team. We're gonna do something great, then do something fucking stupid. 
just so yeah. people talk about it. And look, we're talking about it. So Jack so, Neo, yeah, yeah, if this Jack is your Neo, plan. Red Dot, Red Dot, uh, no, I mean Pink Dot Ambassador. Yeah, Pink Dot Ambassador. Wow, <laughs> that would be like a, uh, the plot twist of the years, yeah. Because yeah, ultimately, yeah. like people know about the movie, you know, like for better or worse. Mm, mm, mm. And it'll probably break some record again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Maybe, maybe. But the we'll interesting thing that as I was doing my research, I realized like, uh, the movie is not actually being supported by Mindef this time. Mm. So I think, uh, and apparently the storyline takes place in an alternate universe lah, where women actually have been conscripted in Singapore because they're not enough men. Oh, wow, an alternate so, universe. Uh. Kind of. So Ooh. it's the Our Boys to Men uh, cinematic universe. Lah. ABTM CU. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Oh my God. Now the it's Our Boys to Army. Next one, next one, I don't know why it's there, Aliens. Our Boys to Men Cinematic Universe. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, man. So there'll be a, definitely some familiar faces, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Jack Neal is ahead of his times, yeah. Ahead of his times. He's really planning the, the end game, the infinite, infinite war and <laughs> end game, really. <laughs> wow, our Boys to Men Infinite War. Wow. Okay, oh, love it. Yeah, he's setting yeah. it up. You know, these universes will meet and then there'll be a gender, a war on gender. <laughs> gender war. <laughs> yeah, gender war. The Avengers was what? Avengers versus Ultron, right? This is our boys to men versus our girls. Hold on, ma. Our mm. men versus our girls. Yeah, yeah. Wow, oh. Jack, Jack Neal. Uh, yeah, like, different I dimension. salute you, man. He's yeah, in a different dimension you. from the rest of us. A man of foresight. Yeah. But yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, that, man. That's a big discussion, but it also brings mm. us to... What have what other discussions or comments have caught your eye this mm. past few days? Uh oh, you mean like the one shot comment of the week? Uh? Mm. Um, I, I like it's. it's would you want to go first? Let me just pull up mine. Yeah, I think uh, our last podcast where we discussed the you know the whether F one should come back, and also about uh, Shamugam, what he said about Emergency supporters and all that. I think that that particular um that particular podcast has uh you know brought up a lot of love interesting uh comments and mm. you know I see a lot of people like you know high fiving and and you know like agreeing with each other and and putting out what they think very eloquently um you know but uh, the 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 thing that really caught my caught my attention was a post by honey con- underscore conflicts. He mm. was referencing something that Harish and I were discussing. Eating what? Eating what? Harish trying to explain his F1 pit building experience and Terence being more concerned about the food. The type of banter is why I look forward to Yalabad episodes. <laughs> Smiley face. So it kind of tells you that yala, not everyone, not everyone, you know, the, the, the main course that we serve is, you know, current affairs and humor, but not everyone comes here for the main course. Sometimes they come here for the desserts, like, or the, or the appetizers, like, Harish and I are arguing about, uh, not, not arguing, like, but almost getting an argument about just asking about what he was eating, you know? And Harish mm. getting, getting very sensitive about that question, whereas for me, it was just, I was just interested in what you're eating, that's all. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so so maybe that's, that said, that was the context building for today's episode on yeah. obesity. Eh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
So, yeah. so I mean, I, I would say for me also the there's there's no one particular comment, but I think that thread is 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 super interesting lah. I mean, some of the mm. comments I also have to read and digest. Uh, because mm. yeah, they they disagree with some things we said. Uh, shout out to hot garbage comics. Uh, accidental accidental juries. All the the regular commenters, but it's also nice to see other people uh chime in like Rue Misk. Um. And and yeah, I think so. They, they did point out certain things about how we 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 go about conversations. I think quite a few people said we tend to get defensive when Singapore is painted in a negative light in Western media. And yeah, I do. Mm. Uh, because because I mean, like like some some commenters go on to say that that is also not the fairest um conclusion because Western media or overseas media writes a whole bunch of content and. They, they, if they write a lot of good things about Singapore, the the general social media sphere in Singapore does tend to buckle down on things that paint us negatively, lah. Mm. Uh, and I and I won't deny that I do I do get defensive, uh, but not so much when they paint us badly, uh, but more when they paint us, uh, just using like bits of info for their for a, for a particular narrative, lah. Mm. Um, and I would say there is this one, I mean. Like I, I would urge everybody uh, who who found the previous episode interesting or or to see the extent to which our editors discuss stuff to go check out the comment thread because it's it's pretty damn good. Um, but there was this one article also recently uh that came out shit where uh it it was by this website called Rest of the World, mm-hmm. um and it it wrote an article three days ago. Uh, Singapore's tech utopia dream is turning into a surveillance state nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite a long article, and why I chanced upon this is because there's a Singaporean there who works for GovTech that was quoted quite a few times. His name is Gaurav Kirti, and he mm-hmm. posted on his social media that he's very disappointed with how the article came out because they interviewed him on the pretext of doing something positive, but when you read it, it talks about Singapore being dystopian, being like a North Korea, and they use his quotes. To bolster that uh, opinion, oh, is it? That's hilarious. Yeah, That's yeah. Hilarious. So and it's a long article, and like um, I think uh, it, it's something that I haven't read in detail. But mm. it's articles like this that if they really kind of twist the facts based on a few quotes or paint something, I do, I will get defensive about this lah. But mm-hmm. but. Uh, like I think it was Hot Garbage Comics who pointed out that we shouldn't all just use social media for news, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yep, so yeah, yep, I'm yep. still digesting the comments there, la. But correct, but correct. thanks for the great comments, everybody. Yeah. Cool. 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 And, all right. Uh, the one one shook thing. thing. Would you like to go first? Um. Yeah. Actually, the one shook thing was uh something that uh another user, I'm the albino ape, uh posted on our subreddit about a week ago. It's a mm. podcast uh, called WTF with Mark Mar- Maron. Uh, mm. Mark Maron's an American stand-up comedian and all. Uh, mm. And this is episode 1278 and talks about cancelled comedy. So it's actually um, a deeper yeah, deeper discussion into the history of, of the so-called... You know, now we're talking about Chappelle and, and how he says that this new thing called cancel culture is crazy and you can't be funny anymore. So the the this Mark Maron actually, I mean, he disagrees with that view. Obviously, uh, he disagrees that there's such a thing as cancel. He even disagrees that there's such a thing called cancel culture, like for real. And mm. um, 
and he brings on a I think a com a historian of comedy uh, on his show to really even mm. tell even show examples that even in the you know the 1840s or whatever onwards right uh, anytime a comic stepped out of line you know in terms of saying something that was out of line with what where cultural norms are heading there were people calling that 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 comedian out and and all that already lah so mm. it is nothing new to about having to having to um you know um actually face the consequences of of what you decide to talk about on stage lah and there's no such mm. thing as like oh special special license because you are very funny or a comic and things like that lah you know uh, mm. all of them were subject to the same kind of scrutiny and the same kind of like uh, uh condemnation when whenever they said something they seem to be out of line with where, where society was headed as well and generally just insensitive la. There's, there's literally like I mean they even quote articles that saying that oh you know because at one point uh, Irish and, and Jewish immigrants for example were marginalized groups in the US right so mm. people were saying hey you got to stop making fun of like making jokes about Irish people or Jewish people and all that and then there were like people giving feedback saying yeah well, today today is all about Irish people and Jewish people. What tomorrow they're going to ask us to stop making fun of African American, uh, African, uh, African people and things like that, like Comments like this, lah. They they kind of show you that that yeah, You just this stuff changes over time. Like comedy also changes over time. There's no one fix. Like you can say anything you want. Uh, license that's given to comedians, like You know, you kind of got to mm. test your audience, see what works. If it doesn't work, go and workshop it and come back and try again and you know and then if you get negative even more negative feedback that where people say they're offended by what you say then it is worth looking at your material again lah, and going through it so yeah i think mm-hmm. just just take a listen to the podcast it's a very interesting podcast it's it's um that i enjoyed it even more because it was recommended by our community so i'm mm. going to put it as the one shock thing my one shock thing for the week well, so that was my one shock comment of i think the last podcast that became your one shock thing of this episode Oh, Hold what's your one shot comment? A, do you listen to yeah, it? Yeah, my one shot comment. I haven't listened to it oh, yet. Oh yeah, oh, you haven't listened to it. Oh, okay, okay. La. So yeah, because right now you just look at the headline. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm all about the clickbait headlines, lah. Uh, all about la. the headlines. So, so it could no, have been truth, completely the, nonsense, and then you also have recommended it as a one shot comment, la. Right? No, no. Okay, so <laughs> uh, it is a podcast recommendation that was backed up with at least a write up. So I trust mm. the opinion. Of first of all, our our Reddit community, as well as I know of the podcast WTF by Mark Marin. I have listened to episodes, so mm. that's in my queue. the okay. The reason why I haven't started is because I'm working my way through a podcast between Tim Ferriss and Balaji S about the future of tech and crypto, and it's four hours and forty five minutes long. Oh, is that your one shot thing? No, 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 it's not my one shot oh, thing. Okay, okay, okay. My okay. one shot thing is a lot more uh, uh soothing lah. It's it's not okay. like like info heavy. My one shock okay. thing is this video. I don't know why the YouTube algorithm served it up to me, but I saw it on my recommend page and it is titled High Speed and Skilled Volvo Driving by Volvo Bus from Delhi to Jaipur Full Journey. And all it is, um, I mean, it's it's by this YouTuber called Travel with Subajit 2.0. Uh, this video now has 6.2 million views and it's uh, like a like a POV of a passenger sitting behind the bus driver on a on an Indian bus la. and it's just it's just recording the journey and how he weaves in and out of traffic ridiculously proficiently given he's driving a bus 
And mm. I just found it very like very very like you want to veg out to something you watch it and it's it's one of those you know those 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 relaxing compilation videos like mm. when you just want to zone out you watch it and like wow it is uh, quite quite cathartic lah see i see yeah Interesting. so yeah so you can listen maybe while listening to an intense podcast like the uh, WTF with Mark Marin you put this on video and that's your friday night man mm you heard about this just as a recommendation on your youtube lah What do you mean? Yeah, I saw it come up, and I mean the thumbnail. It just shows like a bus driver weaving in and out of traffic, and I just clicked it. And I was like, "Oh shit, this is pretty mesmerizing." And then I went down a wormhole of uh, buses driving on the world's most dangerous roads and shit like that. Mm, It's see, fucking crazy, man. It's crazy. The the buses driving on dangerous roads is insane. Interesting, interesting. Yeah lah. So that's my cool. one shock thing of the week. Cool, cool man. Cool. cool. All right. right. Okay. Another one, another one bites the dust. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Peace.